When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. We're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Yeah, clap for yourself. Yes. Woo! Yay, Oz. Yeah. This is our last last show of the year, our last original oh, show sure. of the year. Yeah. We're doing all sorts of best of things this year. It's yeah. going to be great. So this would be a really good day, we think, <clears throat> for you to send in an email affirming us. That's <laughs> 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 oh, funny, Steve. Uh, like oh, man. Oh, good luck with that flight today. Hey, Donna. What? I want you to make it. Uh, <laughs> I do. I really do. I do. Listen, I have, a, I have a mammogram today. I don't even know if I'm going to make it. Thank you. Yeah. Wait, what time? One-ish. One-ish? Yeah. It's going to be right in the thick of it. Wow. What? <laughs> what are you doing, Donna? I'm looking at what Mike is wearing. <laughs> oh, let me take a look. Wow. Holy... Oh. Holy Rocco. Oh my gosh. Wow. Is it Can you describe it for the listening audience, somebody? Because I can't. It's like it's, cowboy. It's, a vest. it's got cowboy bolo vibes. Yes. Yeah, like a bolo tie would go well with this. Are those candles? Yes, they're candles uh, with some uh, what appears to be almost like mistletoe with some little bows. And it's all very, if you see it, they're all actually like little individual balls that are uh, wow. sewed on there. So. Oh, listen, there could be all yeah. the mistletoe in the world. You ain't getting kiss wearing that thing. <laughs> Which Goodwill did you pick that up from? Donna. Uh, I don't remember. It was a gift from a, from a friend. Yeah, so it looks... wanted to do um, a big ugly sweater party vibe. And, that's, yeah, it worked perfect. That works. Yeah. <laughs> I'm what? sorry, I'll just all of a sudden I saw it and I was like, I'm distracted. It's definitely Let's made for an 80-year-old woman. So, yeah, there's no doubt about that. Who, maybe, never mind. <laughs> good, good filter, good filter. Mike, I got a question. This yeah. vest that Mike is wearing, this ugly Christmas sweater sure. vest, um, it buttons low. Like, he would be at one of the um, not-on-the-strip casinos in Vegas. <laughs> stealing car cards. <laughs> but if you... Walked into your into your house, yep. and your uh, your fiance, your fiance. girlfriend, yep. your fiance, fiance is yep. there, and you don't have the shirt on underneath it. It's yes. just the vest. What is her reaction? Is she laughing? Is she is she like, oh, this is cool? She's like, sure. yeah, this is putting me in the mood. That's a pretty. That would be a pretty common thing. She'd probably walk in and be like, oh, okay, you're doing this again. Okay, this cool. dope. She, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah she. Yeah. Oh, it's fun. It's okay, yep. sorry, I blew up, guys. Okay. Uh, John Mayer. Ever heard of him? 
doesn't really date anymore. Six years into his sobriety journey, he says dating is no longer a codified activity for me. It doesn't exist in a kind of, he said it's not patterned anymore. He was um, on a podcast and said, um, I don't think that I have to, to be quite honest. I quit drinking six years ago. I don't have the liquid courage. I just have dry courage. (laughs) Um, And then he, I guess he addressed like his quote unquote womanizer past saying, that is what it is. Uh, That's the role I play on the big TV show. I didn't write, but that's fine. Maybe I had a hand in it or something. And he said he was made to believe um, from a young age that getting romantic interest was an accident. So he learned to capitalize on it. I mean, think of all the women that John Mayer dated. We had Jessica Simpson. We had Taylor Swift, Jennifer Aniston, Katy Perry. Those are a lot of big names. Um, Yeah, no kidding. But he said, I think people would be surprised to know that it was less me going like, you know, the meme of the guy behind the tree rubbing his hands together. He said it was just more like looking around and wondering me, like if someone was interested in him. Sure. So and then let's see. He said one of his songs um, uh, is not about his exes that people thought. He said it was about a girlfriend in high school. What song is he talking your about? Body oh, is your a body. Wonderland. Yeah. That's the one. Oh, sure. It was about a girlfriend in high school. He was, he <laughs> said, I was 21 when I wrote that song and I was nostalgic for being 16. Well, that's nice to know. Huh. I used to, can I reveal something about my past? Oh, God, I'm scared. I just want you to imagine me in college and I would play Are the you guitar with Cliff? a lot. Leave Cliff out of this, Donna. It's Christmas. Actually, we call it Cliffmas. <laughs> anyway, okay. I would play the guitar a lot, and that was one of the songs that I knew. Aww. So it would not be too uncommon to find me like near, like uh, you know, we're hanging out on the deck of our apartment. Friends are over. I don't know if I have a shirt on or not, but I could then be playing your body as a wonderland and like singing in falsetto. What the heck was wrong with me? Uh, you were 16. I was in college. Oh. <laughs> I was trying I was to give like you a, a little. 20 like... year old. Yeah. <laughs> or in my case, 28. In um, college. I, <laughs> I was noticing, I was listening to a little John Mayer last night, actually. He's really good. He is so good. And his music has really. Evolved. You know how sometimes you'll say, "Oh, yeah, all of their songs sound the same." Yes. His music. If you go back to his first album and then you kind of like walk up, it's hit these different vibes. Where it was very acoustic at the beginning, and then he did like this little jazz trio kind of thing for a little while, and then he did his uh, sob rock album, which was a lot more electric and sort of you know yacht rock ish, yacht rock inspired. But he's a good listen on shuffle because it'll kind of go, it'll go everywhere. I like him a yeah, lot. He's, he's and he's so great good. at the uh, guitar as well. Yeah, really, really good. By I, the way, a good. Oh, I'm sorry. No, continue. I was just going to say one final thing about his dating. He said he's doing fine because the left side of his bed is a row of pillows. He sleeps next to a row of pillows, and he says that stack of pillows doesn't resent or hate me or bring me down. Oh wow. Okay. Thank you. 
A good uh, early review of the Whitney Houston biopic, which yes. is coming out next week, by the way. I th- you, thought it was this weekend. December 23rd. Oh, oh yeah. Hi, it's yeah. December 21st today. Yeah. Me not know dates. But I'm hearing good things. The Hollywood Reporter has a good write-up. I'll read you something that they say is different. Okay. Um, they say, among the many winning qualities of the Whitney Houston, I Want to Dance with Somebody, is that unlike most musical biopics, which tend to hurdle through frustrating fragments of the hits that leave you wanting more, this one serves up many generous performance interludes. I don't it's, like that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't, I, I don't need to hear the entire song. Just keep the story moving. Here's what THR said about it. They said, it's fitting that in a portrait of the woman considered the greatest voice of her generation, we hear that voice in its full-throated glory. Wow. Uh, but Donna is saying no. I lo- you- uh, no, I love her voice, of course. She was amazing. But if I'm watching a movie that's two hours and 24 minutes, I don't need a half an hour of full songs. Yeah, I hear you. And they use her real voice in this, Whitney Houston's real voice. Amazing. So it's, you know, lip syncing to the extreme. You had a while in your past where you thought that it wasn't okay, and I want to state this correctly. You're going to make something up right now. That it wasn't okay for women to sing publicly. I I never got that. You said you would never tell. <laughs> oh my god! Oh gosh! This oh, is what a disaster! We, we haven't go. had content in about a week and a half. <laughs> hey, when we come back, that's not true. When we come back, we've got um, a list of some unusual, quirky Christmas traditions. And if you have one, you can call us if you want six five one six four one one zero seven one. Donna's going to run through that list for us when we come back on the Don and Steve Experience on my talk. Welcome back, you guys. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071, where talk is fun. Producer Mike is in the house, looking festive. Thank you, thank you. That's one way. (laughs) (laughs) I'm waiting for him to do like the thing with the hands, like the car dealers do. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Betting 1500. Uh, That's great. You're like, hey, I got us a room. Are we in Vegas? What does he look like? Reno. You can gamble in Reno, right? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, that's funny. Donna, could you do me a favor? Oh, sure. Could you not text me anymore this morning? <laughs> okay. I just feel like you're not being supportive. I'll just read everyone aloud the last text that she sent. <laughs> no, you're, read the it, one before it. No, I'm going to read the last one. <laughs> okay, fine. You don't want to talk about the green stuff? You're going to infect your whole family and ruin everyone's Christmas. <laughs> just... I mean, again. Uh, Wait, oh my gosh. I can't even believe it. It's our. It's like our last day before the holidays, and I didn't find my list of insults. Oh, yes. It's a, oh, a time-honored tradition. <laughs> I mean, yes, speaking of traditions. <laughs> yeah, no, right, let me give right. you some, okay? okay. I, I do have a few. These are quotes that I've said to Donna that she has documented, and uh, little to no context is ever provided. I only have a couple, so we don't That's need fine. like the big drama. But here's one. December 12th. I think you're harming my overall brand and where I'm trying to go. <laughs> That's what you said to me. I stand by that. Here's a... Uh, this is in April, April 11th at 10.16 a.m. What could have been happening that day? I think you can use a manners class, you know, <laughs> etiquette. 
<laughs> then I have some from Matt Belanger. So, oh, please. Who wants to be you? So here, this happened on uh, 9-16, uh, 10-17 a.m. You are a dumpster fire, and it makes me love you even more. <laughs> then, <laughs> I don't know what this means. Uh, 11-29 on April 6th. Are you still mad that you didn't get on the Titanic? <laughs> I don't know what it means. He said, are you still mad that you didn't get on the Titanic? <laughs> That's Quotes all I've got context. today. Oh, I my like God. That. Gosh, you guys oh. are so stinking mean. At one point last night, what Donna's <laughs> referencing is... Um, I was trying to get you to call to go to Virtuel and get a prescription. She said, like, you have an infection. Mucus shouldn't be green. <laughs> so then I'm like trying to get this guest room ready, just plowing through. And then I'm like, son of a gun. Now I got to look up what she said. I don't think she's right, but now she's in my head. And then I looked it up. And it one of the first things I saw was, don't be alarmed with green mucus. That is a common sign of a cold or blah, blah, blah. It does not mean infection. And I was like, oh, Oh, it usually means you're uh, you're 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 fighting off um, something so that it doesn't turn into an infection. Oh, okay. That's when your mucus gets thick. I'm sorry, I blew up. Okay. Oh wow. Remember Just, when I told Rocco I could love him? <laughs> your text. <laughs> I'm so bad at texting. I'm really bad. Like every time I write a text, there's five immediate errors. On the text, or it thinks I'm trying to say something else, so it starts, you know, filling in words for me. It's pretty funny. All right. I do have a list here. Okay. Oh, my gosh. The previous text said orifices, and I'm not even going to talk <laughs> about any else, anything else within it, which I think it would be orify. I don't plural, know. But whatever. I don't know, because it's octopuses, not octopi. Oh, my gosh. I was so scared for a oh, second. Oh, stop. Here are a few quirky Christmas traditions you should try, according to Family Handyman. It's a website. <laughs> you know, some what? people like to put, like, all wear the same PJs. Yeah. You know, yeah, together, yeah, yeah. which makes a really cute picture. Some people go to Midnight Mass. Some people go looking at holiday lights. Well, here yes. are uh, what some people do, okay? Scattering gifts. Um, one user said... I don't know what user means. I don't know if the guy's on drugs or what. <laughs> Donna. It's just one user. I don't know. Okay, said his family of five scatters. The- I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. Christmas gifts across their 10 acres of wooded property. He said, last year I had to cut a rope to lower a gift down because it was suspended 30 feet in the air. That's cute. That's, listen, that's way too far. Let's just maybe keep everything in Yeah, 10 acres. Let's try 10 feet. Okay, cuff wrapping. 
there is a family that takes gift wrapping to like a whole other level. They, um, they're all construction workers and carpenters. So every year they up the ante with more wood and nails and welding and duct tape. And it's fun watching people try to open a gift for 20 minutes. Yeah. Christmas elves. Um, they have a tradition. This is coming from Reddit, by the way. All the kids take turns putting on the pointy green elf hat and putting a present under the tree. They're all in their 20s, by the way. Oh, They still have to do it. That's cute. Let's see. I tried to get something started and it got shot down. Years ago, I wanted... I thought this would be such a funny picture uh, to post online where me and my brother Scooty and Jambi and then Dave, my brother-in-law... We would all be wearing the same pajama pants because we like all got like the same pajama pants. We would wear those and not wear any shirts, and we'd each be lying face down, but we'd be stacked on each other, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And then my dad could be there with his arms folded in the frame of the picture, dressed like a normal person, and then the caption would have just said, "My stack of blessings." And Aww. I thought it would have been... So, no, no, not awe, Donna. I'm not going for awe. Oh, wait. Hello, Donna. This is me and my adult brothers stacked shirtless on top of each other <laughs> while laying on the ground. And then my dad saying, my stack of blessings. It was meant to be weird and make people feel confused and to see who would react. And uh, my one brother, who is a total biatch, Scooty, of course, <laughs> said he didn't want to do it because he thought it might uh, like harm his business. He's a businessman. What a wiener. Uh, yeah, that would be me. I'd be that person. Going, You're ruining my reputation. <laughs> <laughs> okay, how about a Christmas morning movie? Uh, okay. Christmas stories on all day on TBS. These people didn't even watch a Christmas movie. They watched Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Oh, my Lord. That's kind of... I like the idea of watching a movie, then opening presents. Oh, gosh, no. Okay. These people have no kids in their house. That's what All right, try this. Right in that. Okay. Regifters. My family regifts odd things, like a messed up version of tag. Gifts you I might like that. be the unsuspecting receiver of include like a pan full of cinnamon rolls, so burnt that you can't even chip a piece with a knife. You know what I would do? Some. I think I told you this. My best friend back home, she and I exchange the same Christmas ornament. It's a twilight Christmas ornament of Bella and the other two dudes. Oh, yeah, Edward and Jacob. Because I gave it to her one year, and she was like, what's up with this? And I'm like, you know, pop culture. We've been doing it for, I think, 11, 12 years now. Well, you just gift it back and forth to each other. Yes, we wrap it. So this year it's my turn, and I'll mix it up with other gifts for her. And it could be in a big box, even though it's this small, you know, and then she just never knows when it's going to appear. Oh, that's fun. That's kind of fun, right? I do like the, the re-gifting gift exchange, too. Bring something you already own yeah. and give it to someone. It's kind of quirky and yeah. interesting. Do you guys know about the hidden pickle? Yes. Funny, my son was asking me about this. You're supposed to hide a pickle-shaped ornament in the tree. And whoever finds it gets like a small gift or $10 or whatever. There you go. Uh, Try some yourself this holiday season. Good day. I think she is a gift to these fair cities. Thank you.
You can call and talk to her live on the air if you want. 651-641-1071. We're going to play a game, the College of Pop Culture Knowledge, next on My Talk. Okay, we're back. Donna and Steve on My Talk 1071. Everything entertainment. Oh, it's the last College of Pop Culture Knowledge of oh. the year. Can you pull off the comeback? <sighs> I think I'm down quite a bit. I Luckily, this yeah. time it's worth 27 points. Yay! So you've got a chance. Oh, yes, yeah, stakes like are high. It's time to go to college. It's time to attend the College of Pop Culture Knowledge. It's like quiz ball. Three trivia questions to find out who's smarter. Donna. Donna's a smart one. Or Steve. His brain ain't right, but it's fun. And here's your host. <laughs> Producer Mike. <laughs> I turned my mic on first. That was oh, awesome. <laughs> All right, we've got uh, Leo on the line going to be playing with us today. Leo? Hello. Hey, hey Leo. Hey, Leo. How, How are, are you, buddy? How are you doing? Good. How are you guys? Yeah, you know, yeah, pretty good. Pretty yeah. good. <laughs> What's the matter? That'll Steve? do. Hey, Leo. <laughs> hey, Leo. Chill out, Leo, did, did, you, uh, did you hear that I'm trying to fly out today? I... No, I just started listening, and uh, I thought I'd call. But, yes, I knew that because I listen to you guys on the podcast when I miss the show. Leo, we love you, bro. Well, listen, welcome to the big show. Uh, it has been one of our tightest and most well-produced <laughs> shows to date. And uh, we're happy that you've called. Yeah, sorry you missed most of it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right, well, I'll catch you later on. I'll catch right. you later on. Oh, good. Don't worry, the first hour kind of sucked. No, it didn't. It was fun. No, we actually talked a lot about airports. We did. We <laughs> and I did mean, I mean that in a genuine way. Very cool. Anyway, yeah. who cares? Um, it was great. We poor Mike Leo. is standing wanna, by. What the heck is our topic, Mike? Sorry. The topic, well, I mean, it's snowing out. It's Christmas week and all that stuff's going on. So I was like, uh, you know what? Let's think warmer thoughts. It's all about heat. Oh, Pop culture, nice. heat. Bro. I'm going to just warm this uh, blizzard right what? on out of here. That's weird. Think hot, be hot. <laughs> Donna. Okay. Simply. I'm open to it. It doesn't sound like you are. <sighs> Leo, do you want to yeah. go with me, your freaking boy, as we ride into the hot, hot <laughs> sunset, or Donna? Gotta stick with the class of 84, Steve. Yeah. I gotta go with Donna. Woo! Wow. Yeah. Right. Bye, well. Felicia. All right, Leo, we're going to put you on hold as well. (laughs) Going to put Leo on hold here, and we will get things started with Donna. And uh, we'll start off right here again with all these cold talk and all this cold and blizzardy stuff. I wanted to warm things up, so we're going to do it with heat in pop culture. We're going to start it off with this one, Donna. Are you ready? Yes. In this 1991 Ron Howard thriller turned Universal Studios attraction, Kurt Russell and William Baldwin played two college firefighting brothers who didn't get along and have to work together as a dangerous arsonist is on the loose. Backdraft. In 2002, this St. Lunatic encouraged everyone to take off their clothes because it's getting hot in her. Oh, no. Uh, Pass. This Continental group hit number four on the Hot 100 charts with Heat of the Moment. Oh, it was the heat of the moment. Continental group. Heat of the moment. Lover boy? Continental group. Oh, I don't know what that means. Okay, gotcha. And in 2002, this St. Lunatic encouraged everyone to take off their clothes because it's getting hot in her. Hot in her. Hot in her. All right. I think Leo might be able to help you out. We'll see. Hmm. Let's see how Leo... Yeah, Leo. Leo got this. Leo? 
Yes. You're still there? All right. Yep. So first one she felt yep. pretty confident with in backdraft. Uh, number yep. two, in 2002, this St. Lunatic encouraged everyone to take off their clothes because it's getting hot in her. Who was that? Uh, did, you, did you say I don't know. That one lunatic? I don't know. He, he was part of a group named the St. Lunatics. Oh. Yes, that's why I said that, but oh, okay. th- that didn't help. And finally, in the last one, this Continental group hit number four on the Hot 100 charts with Heat of the Moment. Who sang Heat of the Moment, Leo? Isn't that Survivor? Mm, I don't think it is, but it's your game, so I don't... I'm going to go with Survivor. Okay. Okay. Go with Survivor. All right. Damn it. We'll go ahead and bring Steve back in. Hey, Steve. Come hey, on. All right. All right. Do my baby boo boo. Baby in my body boo. Clap, clap. Yo, my baby. My body. Oh. Okay. Are you ready? Oh. Yep. Okay. We, uh, again, have heat in pop culture. That's the way we're going with this one. Uh, In 19, we'll start things off with this one. In 1991, Ron Howard thriller that uh, was turned into a Universal Studios attraction featured Kurt Russell, William Baldwin playing two Chicago firefighting brothers who didn't get along but have to work together as there's a dangerous arsonist on the loose. Backdraft. In 2002, this St. Lunatic encouraged everyone to take off their clothes because it's getting hot in her. Nelly. This Continental group hit number four on the Hot 100 charts with Heat of the Moment. Heat of moments. Ask the question again. This Continental group hit number four on the Hot 100 charts with Heat of the Moment. Europe. Europe. I don't know if Europe is a band, but I think it could be. <laughs> and I'm going to stick with Europe. All righty. Europe is a band. Europe is a band. And I think you might be right. And if I am, I'm three for three. I have a feeling. I You're have a feeling. Start things off with number one in this 1991 Howard, Ron Howard thrill. You both nailed it. It's Backdraft. Congratulations. Listen, Thank you. You know what Backdraft did? For like a year after that, nobody entered a room without first touching the touching doorknob. Touching the door, yeah, sure. yeah. Yeah, you're like, wait a minute. Is there heat on the other side? Oh, man, quavy. All right, so you're both sitting at one right now. Next one, St. Lunatic. Encourage everyone to take off their clothes. It's getting hot in her. That indeed was Nelly. Boo! Who'd you say, Donna? I was going to say Austin Powers, but I said nothing. Yeah, baby. (laughs) Oh, that's good, Mike. Um, Donna, that's an interesting guess. I thought we were talking movies. I didn't know what that Mm, meant. Gotcha. It played it, a prom that I was at, and yes... All of us guys on the basketball team, we took our shirt off. Of course, yeah, it was getting hot in there. Yeah, I do. It was getting hot in uh, All right. And find this Continental Group hit number four. Uh, Loverboy was the answer from Donna. And then actually, uh, our caller Leo switched it to Survivor. Survivor and uh, I reiterated the Continental part. Yeah, so that's why I up said, on that. ask the question and again. Europe, and he's still wrong because it's actually Asia. Asia! Oh, heck. Asia I with heat it. of the moment. But uh, two to one, Steve takes the victory. Oh. Sorry, Leo. Leo. Leo, sorry. You chose poorly. Yeah, uh, I caught it when he repeated the question to uh, Steve. And I, yeah. It's Asia. Continental group. It's Asia. Yeah, yeah, I knew he was doing something geographical there, but I just was like. <laughs> but you what? still went with Lover Boy. I sure yeah. did. I, I Leo, listen. The timer it runs out. Mm-hmm. You got to uh, say something. Leo, may may you make a New Year's resolution that is teaming up with Stevie Boy as we go toward <laughs> victory in 2023 together. 
I will. I, I will have to do that. I guess. You okay. Guys have I'm a Leo. Christmas. Oh, you too. <laughs> Thank you, Donna. You can't make fun of him as he's wishing us a Merry Christmas. No, she can. She can. I love Leo. Fun. He gets me. Merry, right, well, Merry Christmas, Christmas Leo. Leo. We love you. Love the show. Looking forward to the best of. I I know it'll be all about Tuesdays. You guys are hottest on Tuesdays. Yeah. Oh, are we? Good to know. He's followed the trend. I love it. Thank you, Leo. We appreciate the call. Donna, could you, though, now that he's not on, could you make fun <laughs> oh, of him? No. Come on. Leo's I want to hear it. Class of 84. No, I just. Ooh. <laughs> okay, I'm Leo. Okay. It. It's because he abandoned me. That's going to be your thing. You'll be in your 80s. And people, <laughs> you'll you'll still be on our radio show. Oh, and it'll just be your old catchphrase. Oh, okay. Jeez. <laughs> oh, oh, it's fun there to be alive. Is. <clears throat> would you like to share a tip? I would like to share this tip. Okay. Time for a tip. Bing. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. Everybody on the show getting tipsy. You can now have mayo eggnog. A mayonnaise based eggnog. Why? Muddling Memories is a uh, restaurant situation. And they posted on Instagram and said, hey, we're doing this. Here's how you make it. And they're like in New York City. And it actually, they don't even sell it at the restaurant anymore because it wrapped up on December 15th. But here's what goes into, it's frozen mayo nog. Nope. Nog. You add anything, nog to the end of anything, and it kind of grosses it up. You want some potato nog? Uh Mayo is pretty disgusting by itself. The only time I've ever really had mayo is on a spicy chicken sandwich from Wendy's. Oh, I would never even do that. The only time I eat mayo is tuna, really. Oh, I guess I have it in that too. And chicken, chicken salad, chicken salad. How about egg salad? Barf in my mouth. Oh, it's so good. Or, or deviled eggs. Thank you. I don't know that I've done. I don't like that creamed situation on a split egg. It seems gross. Oh no, it's good. It's good. I bet it could be. I, I bet if you salt and pepper it enough, it's good. Here are the ingredients for frozen mayo nog. Hellman's real mayonnaise. Do you like how I'm pronouncing mayonnaise? I no, do. I don't. Whole um, milk, heavy. No, uh, here, I'm going to rattle them off and tell me what you think. Mayo, whole milk, heavy cream, simple syrup, nutmeg, vanilla extract, cinnamon, and then rum, brandy, cognac. If you are trying to forget, and if you're drinking non alcoholic, replace the rum cognac and brandy with three and a half ounces of spiced chai tea i bet it's good i bet it's thick i bet it's thick i don't I, bet it's good. I don't even like the word thick i think when describing drinks you're right although a thick milkshake i like that i want to i want to s- s- know that i'm gonna have to suck hard to get it you know what i'm saying yes i want my eyeballs to cross at some point you, oh, you know what happens? They got a real bit of strawberry down there or the uh, that, that fake little plastic cherry that is delicious. If that sucker goes on the bottom, you it'll test your face muscles. Can you suck a clump of strawberry up through a strawberry milkshake? You know what I'm saying? And then there's the, the release right after because then it immediately unplugs, unclogs the drain. 
And then boom, now it's it's doing it. Mm. Doing it well. That's great. This past segment has been <laughs> sponsored by no one. <laughs> by crickets. <laughs> you know what? Uh, right. We should change our the name of our show. Uh, Donna and Steve, better than dead air. <laughs> We're going to come back. Yeah, when we come back, maybe. news about The Rock, which I've been following. You know I follow The Rock. I got a little rock talk. I think this is, this is just crazy. So anyway, he spoke this morning. He put a statement out this morning. Um, we'll let you hear what he is chatting about regarding the not-so-bright future of his big movie franchise. When we come back, it's Don and Steve on my talk. Welcome back to the show Don and Steve. Hi, look at me. I'm a poet. I don't even know it. I watched a little bit of the Mariah Carey Christmas special last night. Why? I saw that it was on, and I was like, all right, I just want to record this and see what it's like for the show, Donna. Yet another element of sacrifice. Thank you. I sat, I recorded, I watched it, and there were multiple things that I noticed. One was um, she, you know, she really emotes in that <laughs> darling kind of a way, you know. It's, so she's she's into all that. Um, there, she was doing other songs that weren't just Christmas songs. This was a two-hour special on Kubis. What's the name? CBS. Of it? That's right. Mm-hmm. And. I probably watched like 25 minutes of it. Jermaine Dupree came out a couple times. And she did other songs. And just when I wanted to be like, oh, you know, what are we doing other songs for? Do we, isn't this supposed to just be a Christmas special? There I was like, oh, this is a great song. Then I fast forward a little bit. Oh, yeah, honey, this is a great song. So I was vibing out to some of what Mariah was singing last what night. What song? Honey was one of them. I, I don't know that song. Just like honey. You know, you're under the book. That little piano riff, right? And then it was it was like a mashup with some other song. And then she went into Hero at one point. That's not my favorite song. You but know still. what my favorite song is? Thanks for asking. Oh, gosh. Yep. Uh, yes. Vision of Love. Queen, oh, you are... so good. You are my talk's Vision of Love. Thank you. Anyway, I watched that last night. Cool. So you liked it? Uh, it was uh, It was interesting. Yeah, it was interesting to watch. And I, then she finished. Lie. She bugs me. I can't... She finished with All I Want for Christmas. She Beautiful feels like voice. She, she feels like she would be... You know when you get so much money mm-hmm. and such a big entourage and all that yep. that you kind of lose touch with reality yep. that's how it can come across yeah like she always needs someone to be like carrying her train <laughs> you know what i mean yes yes darling shut up you Donna, it's christmas sorry i blew up guys kids are listening to you <gasps> you're like their role model and now you're like shut are up. kids out of school already i don't know <laughs> People listen to stuff. Do you think kids had to go to school today? It's really cold. Yeah, kids went to school today. Um, they were getting a two-hour early release. Oh, I see. Um, so let me ask you a personal question. Dang it. What do you, what do, you do? I never understood the parents taking kids out of school. Like, 
my parents would, and I'm not saying it's right or wrong, they would have never been like, you know what, we're going to have a mom and daughter day. You know, I I never had, I never got that. So, and if you're absent so many days, it's, you become like, you get a visit from the, what do you call it? The truant, truant officer, truant I can already tell the kind of student you were. We would have not have sat next to each other in the lunchroom. <laughs> you know, he's been absent three times this month. Shouldn't someone talk to him? Let me explain some things. Um, from from my experience, when I was in school, we called those mental health days, where I was the baby of the family, and so I could talk my mom into that, where sometimes what I would do is like leave a note out at night and I would tape it to a doorway going into the kitchen. And I would say like, hey mom, um, I was thinking maybe we could do a mental health day tomorrow. We could go up to Eaton Park and have breakfast and then maybe we could go to this store or whatever. I had so many mental health days, it was awesome. Now, if you take your kids out early, like my kids were out before school let out. And so then what you do is you touch base with all these teachers and you say, what is the work that they're gonna miss? And then they're able to send them home with homework, homework. especially now with, um, with distance learning, since so many schools did distance learning. Sure. You know, you figured out like, oh, them not being in the classroom, they could still follow some level of curriculum Got and it. stay okay. on task. Okay, I was just curious. Thanks. Mm. What? It just you know came. I, I get where you're coming from. You were that because your your mother would not have allowed that. So teacher, teacher, that's what you think of me. Yes. No, I wouldn't. I didn't tell on people, or I didn't. Never mind. You silently judge them, which is the I, funnest it's way to judge. Jealousy, you know. Okay, yeah. Now I'm going to tell you something. It has to do with Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Okay, and then I'm going to tell you something. Dwayne The Rock Johnson was pumping up Black Adam for years on his Instagram, really. I mean, he was getting people excited and kept going back to, like, the, uh, the, the power balance in the DC universe is about to tilt and all this. Well, yeah. the movie came out, and it did. It did well. I mean, if you just watch The Rock on Instagram, he would say it did amazing. You know, he's always, you know, promoting it and angling something the right way. And he was using numbers to say, like, hey, this is why you should still be excited about it. And he connects with his fans in such a great way. He's such a dynamic personality. But he's talked about Black Adam for years. Well, now DC is owned by, or not owned, but run by two new guys, including James Gunn, who was the guy behind Guardians of the Galaxy. And, uh, he put out a post this morning, The Rock did, after Henry Cavill was, uh, it was noted that he was not going to be returning as Superman, even though in the middle of the credits of Black Adam, he makes this triumphant cameo, and people are like, oh, shoot, are Black Adam and Superman going to do something? They both announce it. The Rock's like, we fought to have him in and all this. The Rock, this morning on Instagram. Uh, James Gunn and I connected, and Black Adam will not be in their first chapter of storytelling. However... DC and my production company have agreed to continue exploring the most valuable ways Black Adam can be utilized in future DC multiverse chapters, uh, which I think means, like, can we still be friends? James and I have known each other for years and have always rooted for each other to succeed. It's no different now, and I will always root for DC and Marvel to win and win big. I have a thought. Maybe... Is there a way that maybe does Marvel see The Rock now and they're like, hey, we could fit you in over here somehow. 
we could do something. The Rock really cares about this Black Adam character, and he was planning on it turning into a franchise, and there'd be more movies. And yeah. it was like a real passion project for him. And then it, I think, uh, underperformed at the box office. And then to know that you're now not in the first chapter plans of the new DC universe. Yeah, it's a, a professional blow for The Rock, and I bet it is. Yeah, tough news to uh, to take in. I'm a fan of The Rock, so you but maybe makes the sh- what the jump to Marvel. When did that start? I like I like your sense of humor. You've got some edge today, kid. Thanks, man. Can I go now? We have <laughs> another hour plus of the show. All right. All right. Uh, well, we've got some of this planned. <laughs> like it? <laughs> Wait, you mean we're going to do that in the next hour? Are you deep teasing that we're going to use a slide whistle? Yeah, or maybe even this. And we'll go back to hour one. This is how we try to, what we will do today is we will take this show and give it to Amy Daniels and say, please really, don't fire us. <laughs> no, no. We'll say, really, you should have given us the 21st off as well. Yes, exactly. We feel like we've made a pretty strong case. Oh man. Somebody call us um, and say hi. How about this? When we, uh, when we come back, we, we will give you a little bit of an update um, on you know, that sad situation that we learned about last week. Twitch, who, yeah. uh, who passed away, um, took his own life and just such a heartbreaking situation. We're learning more about what was in the works for Twitch and his wife, Allison. We'll touch on that. Also, I watched Tom Cruise in action last night on YouTube. Mm-hmm, no way. I watched this full nine-minute video. Mm-hmm. This dude is nuts. I will describe what he did. Um, it was just amazing. But it's a good nine-minute watch if you got nine minutes Put it up on a big screen. So we'll get into all that stuff when we come back. At uh, 11.30 today, we're going to play the Millennial X Games. Are we playing? Also known as the Millennial X Games. That's right. Uh, Yeah, I think we're playing. Why wouldn't we play? It's Wednesday. I don't know. Let's dance. (laughs) All right. Thanks for your help there, Donna. You're welcome. Um, We'll do all that when we come back. In the meantime, don't forget, got to get your servings of vegetables, fruits, The food pyramid was a total lie, by the way. It really was, wasn't it? We'll be right back.